market research. So knowing what products to build or what people like about your product, what they don't like about your product, figuring out why some why your customers are buying a competitor's product. So if you sold something or tried to get somebody to buy your product and they decided not to buy your product and bought someone else's product, um, why that happened, um, who those people are, who should you target, why do people like your stuff, right? So a lot of information around who your customer is what they're buying, what they're doing. We like to think of it as companies are generally interested in three things. How to get new customers, how to get the customers you have to spend more money, and how to spend less money um, making your stuff, right? So those are really the only three... Welcome to Summer for Sea Experience. In this show, we'll be covering everything a new entrepreneur needs to know to set up their business and how you can grow and scale your business in the shortest possible time. If you have a question in mind, go to summerforsea.co slash ask and submit your question. We might answer it in the next episode. Let's begin our today's episode. Today, our guest is Mike Audi founder and CEO of Tiki. Mike is an expert at creating innovating data products for B2B and B2C markets. Passionate about the power of data, transparency and people, not the system. Today we'll be talking about data. I'm excited. So Mike, for how long you're growing your beers? How long's the beer? I just cut it. Actually, it was much longer. It was down around here. I shortened it a few weeks ago. <laughs> actually, had that kind of beers. I cut it around a month ago, so I had around like this much. Yeah, <laughs> it's warm. It's summertime here, at least in a, you know in the United States. So I had to shorten it a little bit. <laughs> uh, it took around eight months. Yeah, it takes a long time to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a beard for uh, years now at this point, m- yeah. much of my life. <laughs> okay. So for our listener who don't know about you, uh, tell me how did you start it? Yeah. Um, so I'm the CEO and founder of a business called Tiki. Um, and we're on a mission to give people back ownership of their data. Um, we started the company at the beginning, really, of 21. I mean, we founded the company December 2020. So we're a new business, and we started it on really one simple problem. We as people are left to deal with the mess of our data. As companies and governments take our data and do what they want with it, we have no say, no control, no rights to it effectively. And we feel like that's just wrong. <laughs> so we set out to build a build software that actually puts the users in charge of their data. Whereas we as users can in seconds swipe left or swipe right to make choices about what happens to our data and get paid for it. Right? Our data is worth trillions of dollars um, already and it's just growing in value. And yet we are just left to deal with the consequences of lack of privacy um, while companies get rich off our stuff. And so we thought, hey, we can do something about this. We can build technology that's decentralized, that puts the user first, that allows people to exercise their rights of ownership. And 
see, control, and monetize their data. So that's it. That's what I do. Uh, my background's in engineering and data. I've been doing this kind of stuff for almost a decade now, um, building all sorts of technology for big, big companies in terms of how to handle data. Now, trying to build it for people. What is data actually, from your perspective? What is data? Yeah. Data is... So data is raw information. So it's it's, uh, it's more like, um, I don't know, dirt that you're looking to mine for gold would be one way to think about it, right? It's raw resources. It's just information. It doesn't, it's bits and bytes. It doesn't mean anything by itself, but given the right context, it can tell you everything about a person. We use data to manipulate people, to exploit people. We use data to come up with great things. I mean, data is used in horrible, horrible ways. China has used it in devastating ways to create, you know, to create all sorts of horrible atrocities. Yet we've also used it to cure types of cancer by using big data and machine learning on tops of large data sets. So it's data is not good or bad. It's just a bunch of information. And that information can be used to inform and decide about any numbers of things. Um, the way I think about it is for the last hundred years or so, the world has been controlled by who has had money. And I believe that the next hundred years will probably be controlled by who has data. Um, you know, you've got things like Neuralink going on by Elon Musk, right? Like, you know, and genetic engineering. These are all systems that are going to shape the future of reality for people and they're fueled by data. And right now, all of that data is in the hands of a few big companies and not in the hands of people. What kind of data big companies collect? Everything, everything about your life, um, you know, where you go, what you look at, how often you spend time doing that. I mean, simple things like your medicine. So what prescriptions you have, that data is aggregated and sold. Um, so you can't live a life. You go to a grocery store, they track what purchases you made and what you bought and the cereal you eat, right? They track what websites you went to, who you talked to, when you talked to them, what you said, what you enjoyed, how long you look at the screen gives them an indication of how much you enjoy something. Um, every aspect of your life is measured. And it's used to build a three-dimensional representation of you, basically a digital version of you that can be tested and exploited and manipulated and run through various simulations to get the most profitable outcome, uh, the desired outcome of your behavior. I have an interesting question. Uh, does Facebook listen to our secret team? Uh, it happens to me several, uh, several times that I'm talking about something and I didn't type anything about that anywhere, but I'm seeing ad related to that. I suppose I'm seeing that thing. So what I'm talking with my friends or my brother, I'm seeing that thing. Yeah. So, so the answer, they are and they aren't, right? So they're not listening to you in the aspect of audio, right? In the words you're saying, but they are listening to all of the other things you do. So what you clicked, what you recently watched, what you watched before that, what your friends searched after talking to you, right? What they 
looked at, what they didn't look at, conversations that we have, we think they're spontaneous, but they're not. They're they're fueled by decisions and information we saw previously. Maybe you saw an article in the last week. And so now you're talking to your friends about it, but Facebook knows you already read and saw that article and they probably know that you spent, you know, several minutes reading it, which means you were absorbing the information. And so now, uh, you know, in a few days, they're going to hit you with an ad about that same material. And you didn't realize that that's how they connected the dots, but that's how it happens. So no, they're not listening in terms of through your microphone, but yes, they're listening in terms of all of the other things you're doing on the internet and everything everybody else is doing. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, the yeah, Tiki app that users can monetize their data. So how yeah. they can do that? Yeah. So just like you can choose through the Tiki app to turn on or off different types of tracking companies are doing, you can choose to sell your data and you can choose through Tiki which companies can buy your data and for what use cases. And we've actually invented a way to do this entirely and 100% anonymously. So the way the Tiki system works is every Tiki user is truly anonymous. And if you want to monetize your data, you can opt in to sell your data. You can choose which companies can buy it and for what use cases. So maybe you don't want ad tracking or maybe you're okay with them doing product research Um, Maybe you're okay with your Netflix watch history, but not your financial data. It depends on you as a person and we let you have the choice and your data is worth money to these companies and they want it and they want to use it for different things. You know, the statistic is um, businesses are 162% more likely to exceed revenue expectations when properly using data. So it's very like companies are highly motivated for use of data. Um, and you as the user have it and it belongs to you. And so you should be able to choose which companies have access to it. And instead of just it being taken from you, you can choose to opt in to sell it or not up to you. It's your data. How much my data is worth? Thousands of dollars, thousands of US dollars a year. Um, it already and just increasing in value. Um, We're trying to get the average user earning at least $10 a month, 10 US dollars a month start um, with our goal to get it to a hundred US dollars a month within the first year or two um, by simply, it's not a matter of how much because it's worth so much. It's actually a matter of how do you get all of that data, all of that money passed back to the user. The problem is actually rerouting the money, not the worth of the data itself. The data, the value is already there. So that, do you guys store the data? Do we store uh, the data? No. Yeah. So no. where the uh, data is stored? So your data is already stored by these companies. So what we do is we allow you as the user to choose where your data is. So your data is already stored. We allow you to encrypt your data and sell it to whoever you want. We never have any data. It's encrypted. It's on your phone ever. It's never in our cloud. The most you ever have your data in Tiki platform is you can connect. Let's say you connect your Google account and you want to see what data Google tracks on you. So we connect your Google account to the Tiki app on your phone. We use your own custom encryption key and encrypt the data locally on your phone, never in our cloud. And we tell you what data Google has collected on you, what they're doing with it, 
how you can turn it off. And if you would like to monetize it, here's what data of it you can sell and to who. And so then as you choose, if you do choose to sell data, we anonymize it at your phone before selling it anywhere. So it can never be traced back to you. So your data is encrypted. It's on your phone um, or it's in Google servers or wherever it's already stored. But it's never in our servers, our cloud. Um, Tiki's designed to both be anonymous and it's designed to be safe in the parameter, in the concept that um, there's an old saying in cybersecurity. Um, if you don't think you've been hacked, you've been hacked. So we designed our system to never have any data. So if you hacked us, you couldn't get any, any data. It's designed to be distributed on your phone with a new type of custom blockchain that we created. Okay. How do you guys earn from this? Yeah, so we make money. Um, mm -hmm. If users sell their data, we charge the business a the buy the business who buys your data. We charge them a ten percent transaction fee. So very simple business model, kind of like. Um, Visa or MasterCard or one of these credit card companies, they charge the business a transaction fee for processing the data. Um, so we, we do the same thing. We charge a business 10%. You as the user get all of your earnings, 100% of whatever the business paid for your data, you get that. So you get all of the data and then we charge them an additional 10%. And so for making that easy for the business, we take that's how we get paid. Okay, we talk about the users. So from a business uh, business perspective, so where can a business actually, can business buy data? Yeah, yeah, businesses do buy data um, today already, and we're allowing them to buy it directly from users as opposed to say buying it from Google, they can buy it from you. How can a business buy a data? So there are already several third-party brokerage uh, platforms. Um, by running a Facebook ad, for example, you are effectively purchasing data. How, how Facebook determines where to place an ad is based on data about you, just like same with Google. So, by, so they're buying data through those platforms. They're buying data through this thing called the Bidstream which is the technology used to figure out where to place an ad in terms of audience data. Um, there are a bunch of companies that just sell user data like Axicom or Nielsen who just do research about users, aggregate that data and then resell it to businesses. So there's SDKs for companies that just track data about where people go for location information and then resell that data. There's companies that scrape social media and resell that data. Um, so there's lots of different companies out there that are selling your data, or as we like to think for every Google, there's like 5,000 companies behind the scenes that are collecting and selling your data. So for every big name you own, you know, there are thousands of little companies behind the scenes that are doing all sorts of things, collecting your data, reselling your data, putting analytics on the data, reselling that as services, right? The whole digital ad market is based on this. In Tiki app, uh, every user is anonymous. So if a company want to do target targeted ad, so how they can do that? Yeah, so 
you can do even targeting anonymously. In fact, you can do everything that advertisers do today anonymously. It's just a little more difficult or you just have to think about the problem differently. So let's say businesses don't go, hey, I want to target Mike, right? They go, I want to target people who like this or who have done this or are going to do this, right? And so if you know what to target, you can target the same people. You don't need to know who they are to target that person. You just need to know who to reach and why to reach them. It's an audience profile is often what the terms are called. So you need to build it. You can build an audience of people without never ever knowing who they personally are. Just my customers are interested in these things. Um, And then you can advertise to them. As a company, uh, how can a, we collect data? How do businesses collect data on people? Uh, uh, or? Yeah. Yeah, so there are lots of technologies um, that are used to collect data today, right? So um, you're going to a website, um, they can collect data on you based on Simple things like your IP address, for example. So whenever you send a request, they, a lot of companies will record the IP address of the browser or phone. And from your IP address, you can tell where someone is within a few miles, a um, few kilometers for our international audience. Um, they can figure out where you are and then they can track that over time. And they use that for fingerprinting technologies. Um, they can then cross-reference your IP address with other known IP addresses to maybe find your social media profile. Um, they track what data you type into a website, what you click, what you search. There are companies that are tracking your location based on uh, using SDKs that are built into mobile apps. Um, your data, your a lot of your data is published for advertising purposes by these companies to sell ads. So they're tracking, you know, they used to say, you know, cookies were the most popular cookies are kind of getting disappearing, um, which is, you know, a little type, little bit of code that can be left on your computer and track you as you go from place to place. Um, and that's still pretty prevalent, but it's disappearing as a technology. Pixel tracking is still very popular which is a little one pixel type of thing. And that's how, um, if you've ever seen um, a company know when you opened an email, this is how they know, right? There's this little piece of code that's included in your email that they sent to you that sends their server a request that says, hey, this person opened your email on this date in this area code. And then they can send another request like, hey, I saw you read this email. And it's like, wait, how did you know that? Um, So they embed little tiny trackers like that and types in all of the messaging and content that you receive. And then they track wherever you go. Right now uh, at present, we are company are collecting data to use in advertisement, right? So what is the other uses of data? What are the other uses for company like, why do companies want data other than advertising? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so other very common uses of data would be in market research. 
So knowing what products to build or what people like about your product, what they don't like about your product, figuring out why some why your customers are buying a competitor's product. So if you sold something or tried to get somebody to buy your product and they decided not to buy your product and bought someone else's product, um, why that happened, um, who those people are, who should you target, why do people like your stuff, right? So a lot of information around who your customer is what they're buying, what they're doing. We like to think of it as companies are generally interested in three things. How to get new customers, how to get the customers you have to spend more money, and how to spend less money um, making your stuff, right? So those are really the only three things companies care about. How do I get new customers? How do I get the customers I have to buy more stuff? And how do I waste less money? (laughs) Um, Because that's how your revenue goes up. Yeah. What problems you have faced so far while building Tiki? Yeah, we are currently raising capital has been the probably the biggest challenge initially. Um, so we started the company a little differently, right? Traditionally, you raise money, you build your product, you get some businesses, then you go to users. We did the exact opposite on purpose. We put our idea on the internet and open sourced all of our code and said, here's what we're doing. Does any person out there care about it? And 120,000 people signed up for our waitlist um, to participate in the beta. And so now we're, we've done things a little bit in reverse. And so now we're playing catch up. We have to raise money to build a product that can scale to 120,000 people. It's a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um, when I built my last apps, you know, our betas were a hundred people, maybe a thousand people at most, not a hundred thousand people. When you're building an app for a hundred thousand people, usually you have a team of 10, 12, 15 engineers working on the thing. It's not, it's not yeah. a few people, right? Um, so we've been raising money. Um, we're running a crowdfunding campaign right now where people can buy stock in Tiki. Um, so you can buy a stake um, via uh, startengine.com slash Tiki. Um, and you're doing an equity crowdfunding campaign, which is very cool. It's off to a very hot start. We just launched it about a week ago. Um, so anybody who's a U.S. Uh, who has a U.S. address can invest in very favorable terms. You have to check out the website for the terms, but um, you can invest. And we have a few um, extra waivers for international investors. If anyone who's an international user would like to invest in the company. We have a few limited spots. Um, We have to do some extra special paperwork for international people. The United States has a lot of silly laws, um, but we can make it possible for a few international people. Um, You just have to email me separately. Um, But my email is mike at mytiki.com. And so if you email me, we can set it all up. But yeah, raising money has been, as all startups, raising money. It's always always a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's it, maybe. I'm not having <laughs> other, my brain is not getting that much questions right now. <laughs> it, is, uh, yeah. are you, I saw that you're in Bangladesh, is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Bangladesh. Yeah. So, it must be very early for you in the morning. Is that true? Uh, it's around, what, 2.26 at night. Wow. 
Okay, so it's very late. <laughs> well, thank you for being up so late. <laughs> and actually, I work late. I basically go to sleep at five or six a.m. in the morning. Okay, we share similar similar hours. I I work late late night as well. I'm not a big morning person. I always say I keep yeah. engineer hours. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I haven't saw that at the beginning stage of the business, so there's a lot of things to do. So, cool. How how is yeah. the so you're new to podcasts? What got you interested in doing doing running doing the show? Actually, I'm post. Uh, I'm working. I have worked with my brother's podcast earlier. Uh, that's based by Mahmud. Uh, that's over thirty episodes. And so that interested me. So I can start my own show. So that's how I started. I started. So I didn't decide that I will be posting from this twelve. And I plan to do it's like I record for half an hour to an hour, so I can cut that to around ten to twenty pieces. So I have ten to twenty contents. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that's how I planned it. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the early success, and thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great to have you on the show. Uh, any last words for our listeners? Check out mytiki.com or startengine.com/tiki. Um, I mean, we're really passionate about putting the power of data back in people's hands. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in a world where all of my data is controlled by, you know, five tech companies. I'd rather it be in my hands or your hands or all of our hands. So join us. Yeah, we should control our own data. We should control our own data. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where can our listeners find you? MyTiki.com. That's the easiest place. I mean, we have all of the social media channels join us on discord send me an email my email is mike at mytiki.com you can find me on twitter you just i'm on the internet find me on the internet send me a message <laughs> i will respond i'll talk to you <laughs> okay so that's how we end it i will say in the next episode yeah it's over <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh so see you soon Sounds good. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Have a good day. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us today. Hit the subscribe button. And if you're listening this on Apple podcast, please leave a review. This will really help us to make our future episodes better. Have a question in mind. Go to sonofrc.co slash ask and submit your question. We see every submission and we might answer it in the next episode. Thanks again for listening. We will see you on Tuesday and Thursday. Have a great week.